0: This is CNT Talk. Every week, two friends debate the issues of the ages as we agree to disagree. It's never politically correct, but it's always entertaining. Join us tonight so you can sound knowledgeable at work tomorrow. We're smacking you upside the head with the hammer of truth. Welcome to the show. Hello, 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 hello. Man. Lots of hellos tonight. I'm so excited. It's episode 251. We failed to mention. That's not, a, well, that's not a significant episode. It is, though. It is a very significant episode because in this episode, Tony came with all the topics. Oh, all the topics. <laughs> well, someone I was going to come with anyway, but he came with all the topics. Folks. which is this is the first time I have come with any topics. Isn't well, you come a couple of times with a couple things, not not usually the whole rundown so wow this is an I, I didn't realize down how folks, 251 he's, he's he's all over it because he's got some stuff I, I to texted say chad earlier and i
1: said <laughs> i want to talk about three things so apparently that has set the agenda well
0: those three things and some other things that we we're going to talk about anyway but that's okay um so you want to start with the ridiculous the absurd or the not sublime um i'm not sure how those
1: fit because they can all be defined <laughs> exactly. that way so you're gonna to have to be more specific <laughs>
0: pick a number one through three
1: well, sh- I guess the question is, should we start with... I'm trying to even remember what I said I wanted to talk about beyond... Oh. Uh, should we start with sports, or should we start with...
0: Let's end with sports. Let's let's make it our habit to do the sports lab. Okay, so. well, so let's start with uh, San Francisco. Oh, okay. because everything great always comes from San Francisco. The, the treat. It's a
1: treat. <laughs> everything is a treat in San Francisco. San Francisco treat, yes. Uh, this is just one of those... Uh, I was reading this article, and... It's, it's one of those articles where you read it and you realize, like many things in the world today, that this could not have appeared in The Onion no. or in Mad Magazine. Or The Babylon or Bee. Or it just, yeah. It's beyond, uh, beyond parody, as we say. I feel as though you're, you're feeling like this is not a good thing. Oh, no. I mean, I think it's actually a perfect thing for the denizens of San Francisco, but it's hilarious in its absurdity. So they have a new...
0: Can I I give you one quote? Yes. The person you're talking about replaces a very liberal, progressive DA. Oh, sure. That's a given. And and, and here's what they said. He's even more progressive than the last guy who was crazy. No,
1: right. The last guy, (laughs) this guy is kind of in another universe unto himself (laughs) of crazy, but... Uh, so I, this guy's name is Chessa Bowden. He's the new district attorney mm-hmm. of the People's Republic of San Francisco. <laughs> and his bio, again, if I had spent several hours trying to craft a satirical biography mm. of an invented person, I couldn't have done as well as this guy's real bio. Nope. So um, just just some bullet points on this guy's background. Chessa Bowden. Now, I knew who Bowden was. I knew that name. He was raised— by the Weather Underground terrorist Bill Ayers. Oh, if you remember Mr. Nice. Ayers, Mr. <laughs> Ayers and his wife Bernadine Dorn, the Weather Underground in the 60s were, yes, domestic terrorists who were dedicated to murdering police, mm-hmm. blowing up government buildings. Mm-hmm. He is now. Uh, been rehabilitated he wrote a book that said uh, guilty as sin free as a bird has never repented for any of this because he's
0: woke was he he's... not connected to the obamas and the Clintons? oh yes <laughs>
1: he is a very close friend and mentor of barack obama mm-hmm. he is now actually some i don't know personage within the chicago educational establishment Yikes. so anyway <laughs> this guy he's the chesa Bowden, the new d8 raised by bill ayers that's probably not good <laughs> um one of his grandfathers, okay, just a grandfather, was an attorney for Fidel Castro. We'll, we'll see. There's more of this theme <laughs> repeating. Remember, I'm not making any of this up. His uh, great-great-uncle was a Marxist theoretician because, of course, he was. Sure. Um, before enrolling at Yale Law School, he worked as a translator for Venezuelan dictator Hugo Chavez. <laughs> We're getting all the dictators, okay? We've, we've got all of the well-known dictators. So has he got Perón in there somewhere. He publicly <laughs> praised Chavez. Now, of think course. of this in conjunction with Trump. He publicly praised Chavez in 2009 for the dictator's campaign to abolish term limits. Mm. Um, as if mm. there were really any real term limits to begin <laughs> with, but at least he made it explicit. Sure, He was endorsed by civil rights activist Sean King. Of course he was, if you know anything about Mr. King. This is my favorite. He has never prosecuted a case. He's now the district attorney, head of all prosecutions. Makes Why sense. would you need to have prosecuted any sure. cases? Sure. And then it goes on, some other interesting things that his... his um. His philosophy, right, his prosecutorial vision Mm. is that we need a radical change. Now, remember, as Chad said, the previous (laughs) occupant was already a kook. But no, 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 not nearly kooky enough for Mr. Bowden. We need a radical change to how we envision justice. I see. Mm. And he said, now remember, San Francisco has become the capital of urine and feces strewn sidewalks. Rampant property crime, homeless people running amok everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, he says he has vowed to end prosecutions of what he calls quality of life crimes, mm. including, and this is perfect. There's, it's not actual um, vagrancy. Or, it's public camping public camping. It's sort of uh like glamping except
0: except in the streets. Right, in okay. the streets.
1: He's not going to prosecute that. He's not going to prosecute solicitation of sex. That's a, that would be prostitution. Not sure. He's not going to prosecute public urination uh, or obstructing pedestrians or cars in the streets. None of that. He argues, of course, the city's resources would be better spent. Now, you would think you would think he might say um, targeting more serious criminals, yeah, right? We would think so. Violent crime. Sure. That That's sense. at least within the realm of what a, a sane DA. person. Sure. No, no, no. It would be better spent targeting police misconduct. Oh, yes. Job number one. Yes. And corporate crime. Ooh. Right. It, San Francisco is beset with corporate crime and police misconduct. Well, a lot of corporations Don't there. Don't worry about those, that run-of-the-mill violent Crime, no. rape, murder, no, no, grand theft, no, 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 no. We got to weed out that
0: police misconduct. How could the police not catch somebody if there's people in the streets all the time blocking traffic? Now, remember,
1: I'm I'm perfectly fine with prosecuting police misconduct. Sure, Any if it good, exists, you but, should prosecute. Yes, but this is your this is your number one theme. The other the other part of this article that I love just thrown in when he was when he found out that he had won the election.
0: So he wasn't really sure it was going to happen, huh?
1: Well, no, he was he was en route, and it says, uh, where does, I want to read this part because I don't want to get it wrong. He was um, on his way back from visiting someone in his family at a maximum security prison.
0: Of course he was. Um, so no I mean, he wants to let the criminals this, this
1: man is the perfect embodiment of everything that San Francisco deserves, sta- deserves and yeah. stands
0: for. Does he not also want to eliminate bail? I did read that about him uh, well. He may. I he mean, wants it, to eliminate bail. T- so that's either, unjust. So either you get on your own recognizance. Right. Or if you're that evil, there's just no bail. Well, there will like, be no bail
1: for a police officer right. accused of a
0: crime or yes. a corporate CEO of, of a He also wants to remove the gang uh, acceleration of sentencing. If you're affiliated with a gang in San Francisco, right. you, you you get more time because you're a gang member. You probably did other things we don't know about. Right. The police union, not real happy about that, uh, unsurprised. Yes, the police
1: union, even in San Francisco, spent almost a million dollars opposing Which, this guy.
0: Seems like you spent more.
1: Right. <laughs> yeah, and there's a lot of hilarious um, tweets by woke members in good standing who themselves are saying, uh... We're not really sure about this guy. He's yeah. even too, He's too crazy wacky for, us, for huh? us. But I wish him a long and prosperous reign as the uh, sure. non-district attorney of so, Fantasyland.
0: So when you're going for a job, they kind of ask you about your experience. And you're saying as a district attorney, you might have had to have some experience prosecuting cases. Not no. defending him. He was a public defender prior to this. Which means he's on the other side, so it really seems odd. Basically, I think he wants to take all that he learned from public defending and basically not prosecute anybody. I think that's his goal. Well, and given
1: given that the very notion of prosecution is inherently suspicious and unjust and unwoke and colonialist and –
0: Makes sense. What does Kamala Harris think about it? Oh, Nancy Pelosi, are they are they in favor of this guy? Do you know? I haven't um, seen anything.
1: I, I'm sure they pr- they probably won't weigh in. I'm sure they I'm sure they love him.
0: They they might. Well, they're in a gated community. So. You
1: can't you can't say that you don't like him. We know
0: Elizabeth Warren likes him because right. he's going to prosecute tech companies. Sure, that's that, that sounds that corporate crime. Yeah, he's going to get all over that. So, and by
1: the way, I'm sure he. The, I'm sure the companies that he has in mind include, you know, Apple
0: and Google. Well. Uh, no one is actually so. in San Francisco. Yeah, but it doesn't
1: matter. Well, that's never stopped them. I mean, the, their their city council—they're <laughs> nearby, but they're right? not quite. Th- in San didn't Francisco. the city council issue a declaration that the NRA was a terrorist organization? They right, they did. I don't think the NRA is headquartered in San
0: Francisco. It is either. not. It so is not.
1: those whole jurisdictional boundary issues are all retrograde and for other people.
0: That's fair. That's so fair. I
1: just love that story because as you read through the bio of this dude. Um, it's just, it's perfect. I mean, it is absolutely fitting that this is now the district attorney of San Francisco.
0: It, it's a little weird. I, would you would
1: go mad. to San Francisco right now?
0: I've been to San Francisco one time in my life, and that was one time too many. I would never go back on purpose. My wife was there this summer with my daughter. Uh, she asked if I wanted to go, and I said no, because yeah. I don't want to get around the feces and urine. Uh, no, I would not but go to San don't, Francisco. But wouldn't
1: you feel safer now knowing that no. police misconduct no. is going to be cracked down on?
0: No, I... I there's
1: a lot of that
0: going on. Let me be clear. I don't want police misconduct, but I don't not. believe it's as rampant as everybody, every one of these progressives thinks it is. I, I don't believe that's the case. So, Well, and it's not a question of
1: belief. We know it's not the case because we actually have data oh. about this. Ooh, ooh, that's the problem. We right. have data. So we don't have to rely on our beliefs about police misconduct. But I thought
0: everything was about what you believe. Well, it If is. you believe it, it's true. It's your truth. Even if that's the true. facts don't line up it with it. It is the it. truth in San Francisco. Okay, well, there's the truth in some other places too, but yes. So do we want to talk about the uh, Dirty South boogie or do we want to talk about the uh, other Dirty South boogie? You choose. <laughs> Let's talk about Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yes. Very disappointing. So, how do I? How do I encompass my feelings about this? Are you if, going to scream? No, I'm not going to scream. I'm not a little girl. Well, you could, you
1: could have a like a guttural, uh, yeah, but any or kind of, Neanderthal yell.
0: That'll be a yell. Or barbaric, be a barbaric, or
1: barbaric, barbaric.
0: yell. <laughs> Maybe that'll do that later. So Chick Fil A comes out today and says they are no longer going to donate to certain charities, including the Salvation Army and Fellowship of Christian Athletes. And there was one other one, uh, Paul Anderson Youth Home. It's, it's like the it's, axis of evil right there. Apparently. Because the LGBTQ, question mark, X, whatever, has been on their case because they donate to these organizations, which are not LGBTQ, whatever, friendly. Approved, approved, approved. or friendly or or everything. So – I had this conversation with my daughter about something else. I said, you know, when you cave to the masses.
1: Oh, but wait, it's, not, it's not the, the masses, masses. But it's no. perceived
0: to be the masses. It's the
1: it's, it's the infinitesimal but very loud
0: minority. Agreed. Oh, so you, you cave to the people who weren't shopping at your store in the first place and then seem surprised when your business doesn't go up because you've now caved. It doesn't change. They've caved to these LGBTQ people because – they I don't know they said they were, they were expanding so big and now they have to make sure they're they're known when they go into these communities and blah 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 I don't understand No it's
1: it's complete Well here's what it is It's
0: crap Um
1: <laughs> this is this is a brand that has built itself into I think now like a bullet the third most profitable fast food franchise in the open
0: 6 days a week not 7
1: Right 6 days a week not 7 Um their founders were Christians Mhm they like most Christians mm-hmm. uh believe that marriage is between a man and a woman. Mm-hmm. Highly controversial view. Apparently. And uh they they started mostly in the South. Uh the people that, as you point out, that go to Chick-fil-A, now there's many, I'm assuming, gay and lesbian people that love Chick-fil-A because they serve good food. However, I think they like larger, it, but they don't like to your larger point. The activists on Twitter. Uh, they're not going to patronize Chick-fil-A, no. you know, regardless of whether they made RuPaul the CEO. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah, it You're gonna not going to get any grace from these people. No. Nothing that you do is going to make them happy. You have just caved and capitulated from a position of strength. Mm-hmm. For what? But I'll tell you what for. Sure. This has nothing to – see, this is what's happened, and I think Glenn Reynolds is a guy that's pointed this out. The people that are now running these companies – They don't represent the interests of the people who actually shop at these companies or buy their products. What they're primarily concerned about is they want approval from the peer group that they interact with on Martha's Vineyard Mm -hmm. and wherever they hobnob. And so it's more important for whoever this CEO is of Chick-fil-A – to get a blue check mark on Twitter and to be lauded by the New York Times editorial board, than it is to run his company in a rational way to maximize profits. Because what any sane person running that franchise would have said to, as I think um, Dave Chappelle says, the alphabet people, is sorry that you don't like Christian views on marriage. Our company doesn't discriminate against anyone. And in fact, the organizations that you're targeting as evil, the Salvation Army, are some of the best organizations in this country doing good work for all manner of people. And so the idea that you're going to intimidate us into not giving them money, you're just going to have to go pound sand. And by the way, continue to not purchase chicken sandwiches at our store, as you have in the past, so sorry. Yes. No, instead, they, they've they caved, and I actually will be interested to see over the next year. I'm sure the company will still continue to do well, but I think their trajectory, if this stays in place, is going to level off or actually start going downward a little bit. They'll still be tremendously profitable. It's, mm-hmm. a, great, mm-hmm. it's a great business, mm-hmm. but this was, I was going to say a sort of an unintentionally – It's a wound that they inflicted on themselves, but it's intentional because Mm -hmm. whoever the people are that are running this company now do not share the vision of the founders of this company. They're more interested in impressing their friends.
0: So this is uh, COO Tim Pasopoulos. He says, no question we know that as we go into new markets, we need to be clear about who we are. When there is tension, we want to make sure we're being clear. We think this is going to be helpful. It's just the right thing to do to be clear, caring, and supportive and do it in the community. That sounds like so that's much, a complete gook. mush mouth full of gibberish. Yeah, it And end. what are you
1: being clear about, Mr. what? What's his name?
0: Tim What
1: If you actually had any at a spine, Mr. Tassopoulos, what you would have said is, and we're going to be clear about the fact that we no longer can support charitably organizations that adhere to the Christian view of marriage, even though those organizations are one of the, the, the best charities in the country. That serve all Americans. We no longer, as a company, can stand with an organization that does that. If you actually had guts, that's what you would have said. But you don't because you know if you said that, the backlash would be justifiable. So now you're sure. going to give us this mealy-mouthed baloney about tension and, and what we need. To, we're expanding. Yeah, you're already a, a national corporation.
0: It doesn't matter where are you expanding to. That doesn't know what Chick Fil A is exactly. Well, Micronesia. Well, they closed, their, they closed a store in the uh, U.K. after a week because of protests, which is stupid. I want to read uh, some Twitter response. Kimberly Ross as Southern Keeks. I get the reasoning behind this, although it is sad to see. LGBT activists still can't find where Chick-fil-A actually discriminates or treats others with hate because it doesn't happen. The woke crowd loves to be the bully. That's and you true. are, and
1: you are enabling the bully by cr- curling into the fetal position and saying, "Please kick me some more."
0: Yeah, well, it's here. Here's my my take on that. It, it's basically somebody said, "Well, they there's competition from Popeyes." I haven't had a Popeye's chicken sandwich as supposed
1: competition. To have you looked at their revenue,
0: their I, respective revenue? It's a joke. If, that, if you think that's the reason this is out, that, that you don't understand things. First of all, it takes 45 minutes to get a chicken sandwich. You might get stabbed on the way out the door because you have the chicken sandwich. People are being fired all over the place because they're bringing their kids to work. That's not the reason you're right. It's the, the COO and probably others like him really don't have the same values that the company had. And I've been in chick fil as many times, my father worked with the, the Chick-fil-A founders to run a national tournament uh, for a decade. And he had them bring in. They donated all the food to all the athletes at the tournament and all the workers. Everything was donated. They wouldn't do anything on Sunday because they had a, son, a session on Sunday. They wouldn't do anything on Sunday, but they'd have it very, very, available and you could heat it up. They were wonderful to work with. They provided everything they could. They went out of their way. And this is before they were national, before most people even heard of them. They were doing this in the north. I've heard other people recently say at a local college to us, said, well, they talk about bringing Chick-fil-A on campus, but I've heard they're difficult to work with. (laughs) This is a Christian college said this. They're difficult to work with. Really? In what way? They couldn't elaborate because they didn't really know what they were talking about. But they've heard. They've heard from certain people. Word on the street. Yeah. The word on the street was they're difficult (laughs) to work with. I said, I don't know what you're talking about because they go out of their way to be kind to you, nice to you. I said, name another fast food restaurant. That they come around and ask if you can get a refill for your drink. Does it, something simple like that. Name another place that does that. Name a place where you can sit for hours on their free Wi Fi and they don't kick you off. I'll up Panera Bread after 30 minutes, they kick you off.
1: What, what, what are they doing
0: exactly to harm you?
1: Well, it's obvious. Their founders have expressed crime think. We cannot have crime think that must on a college a- campus, Chad.
0: And have you sat And That a rest- is violence have you against sat in a restaurants- the student body. Uh, public, public Chick-fil-A's. Have you been sitting in there? Have I been in them? Yeah, I mean, have you sat down and just watched yeah, the people coming in? Sure. So I've sat there and I've watched what I assume are Muslim because they've got the head covering and the scarf. I've seen black people, white people, Asian people. It doesn't matter. They're, they're all in and out. The place is busy almost as long as it's open. It doesn't matter which store you go to. They're all busy all the time. Two lanes. they got people outside trying to get your order from the drive-thru. Tell me what they're doing wrong to discriminate. If they're so awful, what is it they're doing? Because I don't see it. I don't see it. Now, I'm not saying McDonald's is discriminating either, but McDonald's is a dump by comparison. It it is a huge dump.
1: Again, what they're doing
0: wrong is that they're not even the
1: business itself. There's nothing to do with the business. They're individually owned. The the publicly expressed views of the owners of the company do not conform. Mm Mm-hmm. To those of the Borg, the woke Borg. Well, that must be it. And you will comply or you will be punished. Well, that makes total sense. And now the punishment is coming from inside the company because the leadership of the company agrees. Yes, yes, we're so sorry. Our, Our penance for actually supporting a charity and a Christian organization is we can't donate to them anymore. Please, please now... Give but, us upvotes and hashtags on Twitter for these bold and courageous positions. Do you think taken.
0: this changes the woke mob from doing what they were doing? I think they still go after them. Of course
1: they do. They're, they're never satiated. No. They're never satisfied. Chick-fil-A is fundamentally part of what they want to destroy. Mm-hmm. Now, all, they'll, they'll, they'll hail this as they a glorious like chicken, huh? a glorious victory in their ongoing crusade. But this is not going to satisfy them.
0: It doesn't. There was a protest over the weekend at a Georgia high school football game because Chick-fil-A has been allowed to operate a truck at the game. Right. Half the school was divided. Half wanted to support the people who said, well, they mistreat LGBTQ people. We can't give you examples, but we know they do. Right. And the other half got their chicken sandwiches and were yelling at the other the other half saying, what's wrong with chicken? You don't like chicken? What's wrong with chicken? That's what it's come down to. There's there's divided lines. It's like politics in America. Well, You're the one or the other. The re-
1: but again, fundamentally the reason that there are divided lines is because the left is a totalitarian mm-hmm. worldview.
0: Yeah. That, Sadly.
1: So they cannot coexist with people that disagree with them on any issue.
0: It's unbelievable.
1: The whole notion of pluralism is antithetical mm. to that worldview. All you read in the media is that. The people on the right, conservatives, they're the ones that are discriminating. No, no, no. In, in our co- And look, are there certain people that way? Yes, it exists on either side. But fundamentally, right now, the divide in this country and the polarization and the acrimony comes almost entirely from the political left because they are unwilling to coexist mm-hmm. with anyone wow. despite their bumper stickers that will not toe the line. You yeah. either agree with them or you will be destroyed. And you will be destroyed either through social stigma or through boycotts or whatever, by whatever means necessary. Again, It is amazing that you could put a microphone in front of a 1,000 people who are opposed to Chick-fil-A and ask them to explain what it is about the business that is discriminatory or evil. They couldn't explain it because it doesn't exist. It doesn't matter. It's an article of faith. This is a religious movement. It's a secular religious movement. They have identified the heretics who must be punished and destroyed, and Chick-fil-A is now on that side of the line. And they are hastening their own demise at the hands of the mob because the people running the company – they want to be liked mm-hmm. by their persecutors. Good Fair luck enough. with that.
0: Fair enough for them. Let's move on to the shift show. Um, Do we have to? Not, we don't have to dwell on it long.
1: Is anyone even paying attention other than CNN?
0: No. And no. the New York Times? No. Uh, MSNBC, really? CNN. I mean, the ratings
1: are, uh, they expected this to be, you know, they were all, this was going to be Watergate, Pardieu. Nobody cares. Nobody no. cares. It's It's a complete embarrassment.
0: It's a it's a farce, because there's nothing there. I don't care. You can you can be as blatantly against Trump as you want. There's nothing there. Yeah. This this who's this, the woman?
1: Well, I don't know the name of the Yanukovych woman Yovanovitch, something, something whatever.
0: Like
1: she literally. I reviewed some of her testimony she has nothing to say whatsoever about any of the issues relating to fake impeachment. In other words, let, let's just assume that the, the Ukraine transcript of the call actually establishes anything close to impeachment, which it doesn't. She wasn't even there. They at least had an, another person, Taylor. Ah, mm-hmm. oh, I heard third hand that this was going on. Yeah. I wasn't on the call. That's great. Her <laughs> entire testimony was basically – Donald Trump is mean and he removed me from by the way, well within his power yes, exactly. to unilaterally <laughs> remove it because he doesn't like your haircut. <laughs> he removed me and I was such a look at my bio. I am so fantastic and this is cruel and inhumane. And do you have anything
0: to say? No, but he don't you see how bad he is? Well, that was the whole democratic spin. You you removed this person and she was excellent at her job, but I don't like her. But but you removed her. Doesn't matter. I don't like her. She's gone. And again, this has what? And she was a holdover from the Obama administration. Who holds over their ambassadors and said, it's okay. We'll just keep the old one? Do do you
1: remember all of the weeping and gnashing of teeth when Barack Obama uh, replaced every single member of the Department of Justice who was in any way a conservative with his, uh, you know, his. Ideological stormtroopers? No. No. And guess what? There shouldn't have been outrage because that's what the president gets to do. But this is even better because not a word that came out of that woman's mouth has even a tenuous relationship to the forest that they've even constructed here. It was just... I'm a nice person, and I'm qualified, and the president is an ogre, and he got rid of me well within his constitutional authority. So, yeah. Thank you very much for that compelling testimony. So I like
0: when uh, Taylor was questioned by – I can't remember which representative was, Republican. He said, did you meet Trump? No. Did you have a conversation with Trump? No. Were you on the call? No. Why are you here?
1: <laughs> right. Well, what would happen – What would happen? of course, I know it's not a, a legal proceeding, but what would happen in my world in a trial is when they call her to go on the stand, I would stand up and say, Your Honor, may I approach? Uh, at sidebar, you would say, I need an offer of proof of what this person is going to testify about because it has absolutely no bearing on anything nope. that we are discussing. Nope. And then the, the attorney would say, well – in this uh, auto accident case, I, I want her to testify about how the owner of that car was mean to her at Walmart. <laughs> um, no, that's not going to be
0: relevant. Exactly.
1: It's amazing. But this is the level to which they have... I mean, it is pathetic. You almost have to feel bad for them.
0: I do not. I, I mean, maybe I mean, maybe almost, but I do so not. so pitiful. What did they say? Uh, I'm trying to find this here. Uh, some of the things that... I can't find it. Oh, basically, they're trying to workshop what to charge him with. What to charge Trump? Oh, with. yes,
1: they're they're doing focus groups because <laughs> because quid pro quo doesn't work is too. Con- we're not getting traction. Those Latin words,
0: right? He said what they they worked on. destruction of Congress, but nobody really thought that was good. They, they're pulling out treason yeah I, I, I think don't know where the treason is, but okay I really
1: think baby seal clubbing needs to be worked in to to what they're trying to convey. Obstruct- I think that'll get people... Obstruction
0: attention. of Congress. Do you think anybody cares about that other than Congress? Yes, obstruction of Congress. It's like, they could why? Go back,
1: they could go back to the emoluments. Oh. People seem to like the emoluments. <laughs> Nobody
0: even knew what emoluments no, were before not. they brought it up. I, I just touched on it only because it seems... It continues to be It's, it's dying a slow
1: death. But he's still going to get impeached. Well, of course he is. But that's fine. I mean, that's the, that's the crazy actually, thing. No you know evidence what? has been shown. After, but, this is, but this is the worst case scenario, in my view, for the Democrats. Because... It is transparent and has been transparent what's been going on, that mm-hmm. this is a complete cartoon. It's a it's a sham, a mockery of a travesty of a sham <laughs> of a mockery. And so now – mockery. And so now, see, what they were hoping for is that they would find some way with their media adjunct to convince you know Joe the plumber on the street, no, look, this re- there really is something bad here. Look at this. Look at mm-hmm. this. He was mean to this lady. Can you believe this? And so now everyone understands that it is simply a narrative uh, – They've already reached their conclusion, and so they're going to impeach him, and what are they going to get from that? And you've got to wonder, what are all of these purple-slash-red-state House members who who managed to win in the last election Mm. because they ran as these moderates, what are they going to say to those middle ground voters about doing that based on what? I don't think you could – you could do a man-on-the-street interview and say – what is Donald Trump being impeached for? What are the what are the claims? They wouldn't know, because uh, the Democrats don't know. You know what they would say?
0: Um, Russia,
1: I think. Yeah, Russia. So, oh, yeah. That. Sorry.
0: Yeah, Russia plays better than Ukraine. I don't sorry. know if people know this or not, but Ukraine's not the big scary ogre that it was for seventy five years. It was Russia, and that didn't work. So Ukraine doesn't sound as scary. It doesn't sound as treasonous, if you want to use that word. It just feels like. Eh, Something has to stick to this guy. I think sure. if you took out the word Trump and took out it completely and described the situation to the man on the street or woman on the street, I don't think they could tell you who it's about because I don't think they know. They couldn't tell you who
1: it's about. They couldn't tell you what it's about because you know what? Neither can Adam Schiff. It doesn't no. matter. No. It doesn't matter. They just need
0: something. I guess. Does that? Does Nancy Pelosi pull them back from the brink of no. extra stupidity she, she, she just run right she through it? Why can't she? She's a Speaker of the House. No, she can't. She has no power over
1: these people. I mean, they're, they're too far gone. This has, been their, this has been their fervent, zealous wish since before Donald Trump <laughs> was even the... inaugurated yeah. or yeah. elected, for yeah. that matter. Yeah. And so they're going to do it. And I think what many of the semi-rational leaders of their party recognize is politically, this is a poison pill for them. Yet again, yet again, their grandest plans, you know, the walls are the devastating testimony. I love these mashups from the media yeah. all saying the same thing. Yet another bombshell in the impeachment drama, as Mrs. Yovanovitch tells us that Donald Trump Do, you, mean- do you
0: recognize that most of the times when they talk about that on CNN? Right. It's the talking head telling you it's a bombshell. They can't actually show Although you the never, clips of bombshells because there isn't any. Yes. It's always... Trust us. Trust us. This is a bombshell. You, you, this is, legal the, experts have spoken. It's a bombshell. You
1: lemmings do not understand the fancy Latin words, but it is a bombshell. <laughs> I am convinced.
0: I am convinced. Therefore, it's you should the be convinced.
1: It's the bombiest bombshell of them all. <laughs> it's the mother of all bombshells. Says Chris bombshells. Cuomo to Don yes. Lemon.
0: Right. Yes. Uh, it's there. It, I, I think... I think Pelosi pulls it back because nope. I think she even she recognizes if this is all we got this is ridiculous we can't, can't even she can't we can't with a straight face prosecute this in the But Senate. you know
1: what at a minimum if she pulls it back then they're just laughed off the playground. They, well, how are they not least, laughed off for doing it? Because at least they can wave around their impeachment scrolls as Maxine sure. Waters runs out yeah. and shows the country that for the fourth time a president of the United States has been impeached for yes. Ukrainian emoluments that violate the 25th Amendment against bad orange You mean concerts. the third time? Yes. Doesn't matter. <laughs> so they, they have to play out their charade just yeah. so. And then plus, then it allows them to say when Mitch and the Senate completely debunk this, just end it. Let's have a vote. Thank yeah. you. It's over. And of course, the obstructionist Republicans yeah. supporting Hitler in his bunker.
0: Makes Whatever
1: so they they have. to. They're, the die is cast. This is what they're going to have to do. And then they're going to they're going to live with the political consequences. And I don't think they're going to like them.
0: No, probably not. Uh, in a far outdated entertainment review, I watched the movie Vice over the weekend, against my better judgment. Um, it's a couple years old, so it's not like it's brand new. I don't new. think
1: I have, I've watched that, actually.
0: Um, if you believe everything that was said about Dick Cheney during his vice oh, presidency, that, yes. then basically this just no, wait, ratcheted my up. My question
1: is, why did you subject yourself to that?
0: Uh, it was a group decision, and that was the only thing that the group could dis- agree on. So I went with it. I'm like, okay, so I'm watching. I'm going, uh huh. They make Dick Cheney out to be the Wizard of Oz, but in an evil no. way. And I know it's surprising. You mean to people. it
1: wasn't a nuanced and <clears throat> fair minded view no, of Dick Cheney? No,
0: they wow. painted him as a. But wait, at ogre. least
1: I bet that W came off really well.
0: W came off as a drunkard, a dr- an idiot drunkard. idiot drunkard. drunkard. Yes. That Cheney was running and telling he was the shadow president, as it was yes. portrayed. They should. They came across as a fat, heart attack ridden, evil guy who was basically brainless. By the way, how did
1: um, how did Vice do at the box office?
0: Not real well. <laughs> it was nomin. Here, here's my criteria, and and this is you can take this and take spin any way you want. If you love I mean, the office. Wasn't it great. a colossal it was flop? A joke. It was nominated for, I believe it was six or seven Oscars, one of them including Best Picture, and it did not win. It won for hair and makeup. <laughs> I want to tell you something. Every time you see a picture nominated for Best Picture Oscar, don't bother watching it. It's crap. It's self, self-aggrandizing by the gr- group of actors who want to self-aggrandize other actors. It's ridiculous. And every single Best Picture nominee or winner is crap.
1: You know, but see, this is the best thing. So when, when you have all of these, you know, these Hollywood regulars, all the media lauding this because, of course, they love it because it, it shows Dick Cheney as, you know, as uh Palpatine. Uh, the best part, though, is you, you go up to someone like Christian Bale, right? Because isn't Christian Bale Cheney? Yes, he And is. You say, hey, you know what? Congratulations on that best hair and makeup Oscar. Some of your finest work. Like, that's going to have... <laughs> Right. Pride of Place on the Mantle. Best Hair and Makeup. Woo! So,
0: we're going to go back through. Green Book was the Oscar winner last year. Did not oh, see it. Don't that was, care. And
1: that was very unpopular because you know what it showed, Chad?
0: Uh, it
1: showed a white man getting along with a black man in a deeply dishonest way.
0: Yeah, okay. The Shape of Water in 2018.
1: That one, what I've read is Did that... Did not see it. The <laughs> hero of the movie is a, a, is a communist... And I guess it's basically about a woman who has a love affair with a reptile from the deep, like the amphibious man. Um, okay. Sounds really good.
0: Yeah, Moonlight in twenty seventeen. That is not to be confused with the short-lived TV show about a vampire. This was about something else. And what I was care. the What
1: was the Bruce Willis show? Was that Moonlighting?
0: Moonlighting. Different. Yes. different not to be totally confused different. with that either. Previous year of twenty sixteen was Spotlight. Apparently, light was in. Oh, that was,
1: the, um, that was on the. That was on the. Wasn't that about the collapse, the the stock market collapse?
0: Uh, da, da, da. No, this was about oh, Unproxxed the... Priest Accusable. You know what, actually, I haven't
1: seen that. I've heard that movie is, is pretty good. I'm sure it has an agenda, but yeah. unfortunately for the Catholic Church, that's a very real, yeah. tragic, and horrible um, reality.
0: Previous one to that, Birdman. Sounds good. 12 Years a Slave, did see it, wouldn't recommend it, wasn't a good movie. For some reason, this guy... Did you see the movie? I did see it. What do you think?
1: I didn't think it was a bad movie. Yeah. Um, I, I think it felt it like was... it took more than
0: 12 years to get through it.
1: Um, I mean, I think it was of that genre, the, the sort of cudgel over the head genre, which the message is slavery was really bad.
0: We didn't know that before. I know.
1: I didn't. I had a revelation once I
0: watched that movie. You know what I took from that movie? And don't take this wrong anyway. The man was, was a black man freed in the north. His wife goes away to visit family, doesn't leave a note. He can read and write, doesn't leave a note, and goes willingly to the South. Why? We don't know. To play a concert as a violinist. Really? Why? And why would somebody go out of their way? I'm not sure that should be the overall take, though. No, but it feels like you could have avoided this 12 years of slavery by... Leave it a note. Right. But given that it's
1: a true story, I'm not really sure that should be the primary reaction, which is um, if you had just stayed in the north, you would never have been enslaved for 12 more years.
0: It seems to make sense to me. Well, yeah, I know. But I don't really think that's – Well, well, at that period of time, in the 1840s, would you you have willingly gone to the south as a black man? Uh, Really? Probably not. It seems like a bad decision. Yeah, I think it probably was. Without papers and without leaving a note to your family because they didn't know where you went. It, it just, doesn't. It doesn't change
1: the fact that very wicked men then brutalized him. Don't for over disagree. A with,
0: don't disagree with any of that. Very evil men. Brad Pitt gets a little port in there. where He tries to help him. Right, so he's the right. good guy, for whatever reason. Argo. Okay, Not a, didn't see that. It was okay. Isn't that about the uh,
1: Iran Contra? Yes.
0: Yes. The artist. The king. But speech. you know what's
1: amazing is you're reading off these movies. You again. Do the man on the street. You go to 100 people, ask them what these movies are about. I don't think you would find two people outside of, you know, a college campus that would know any of these movies.
0: Okay, so I'm, I see three on here, four on here that I would say were decent. Uh, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King in 2004.
1: Yeah, even though it's not the best Lord, all those movies are great. The, the first one was the best one.
0: Gladiator in 2001. Oh, that's a good movie. Uh, Very rewatchable. Bray, High rewatchability. Braveheart 96. Good movie but then you got The English Patient, Shakespeare in Love, American well, Beauty. Well, Shakespeare, Shakespeare in Love, lift.
1: okay, Shakespeare in Love as I've pointed out many times is the apotheosis of um, absurdity. That that movie, they should have just burned the academy to the ground that, that movie beat <laughs> that movie beat Saving Private Ryan. I know, that's Shakespeare in Love uh, beat sha- Saving Private Ryan. Dude, I mean, no, nothing else That should tell you all you need to know.
0: Yes. <laughs> it's just there's Rocky 1. Okay, so there are some in there that you go, okay, I I should I stand corrected. There's some that are decent, but, but here's most the other of them thing. are garbage. Here's
1: the other thing to notice. What year was Rocky?
0: 77. Right.
1: That was back when the Academy still was willing to nominate movies that the mouth breathers found popular. That doesn't – the list that you just gave for the last 10 years, the total box office take for those movies, you could probably fit you know, in yeah. my daughter's jewelry box. Probably. The point is is that the Academy – no longer allows in fact it's a it's a detriment to a film if the red state folks like it you're not getting any nominations because the presumption is there's no way that those people could support anything that would be worth our heightened intellect so Rocky, if it came out now, never going to be nominated because no. it has. The, first of all, the themes are far too unwoke. Where's <laughs> the intersectionality? There this is, is a very heteronormative film. It's about a toxic masculinity run amok. This man yeah. is pounding, uh, you know, the carcasses of cows in a yes. butcher shop. This yeah. is horrendous. It- this promotes violence against women. You <laughs> can't have this. I just where to say. Are all the you know, and the, who's the female lead? Talia Shire. She's a mousy. You know, why yeah, did she stand she up? She takes to off this? the glasses
0: and it changes her dramatically. I just have right. to right.
1: It would be it would win if Rocky was now a transgendered fighter um, who beat up Dick Cheney. <laughs> that would that be, would be the, that would be a better plot. I got
0: to tell you, 1969 must have been an awful year because the picture of the year was Oliver, the musical, a musical film, one picture of the year. I yeah, don't I mean, know how the, that happens? Did but...
1: uh, did the Sound of Music win the Oscar? Uh... You don't have to check, but I okay. That's that's a musical that even though I I was forced to watch during my childhood over seven thousand times, um, that <laughs> that arguably would rise to the level of an Oscar worthy musical.
0: You don't like
1: the Sound of Music. I, my appreciation for it has been tempered by the number of viewings.
0: It did win in nineteen sixty five, yes, and
1: it should. It's actually genius.
0: Doctor Rodgers and lost. Hammerstein are geniuses. Dr. Zhivago lost to The Sound of Music. Yes. Uh, whatever. Mary I can Poppins still, was nominated. I still know
1: the lyrics to every song from The Sound of
0: Music. Apparently, the 60s were good for musicals. My Fair Lady beat out Mary Poppins. Dr. Strangelove did not win that year. Lots of good stuff. Yeah. Let's move on to what happened in Atlanta and then what happened in Cleveland. Oh, so so we're into the
1: sports. Fair warning. You need to give the uh the the the, the warning. We are now entering the sports section of the program. Okay, that's enough. Well, but this is sort of the first one is sort of sports and politics together. Sure. It's a little bit so
0: if you don't know, Colin Kaepernick has not played in the NFL in three almost three years. Um the wokest of the woke team, San Francisco 49ers, allowed him to opt out and told everybody he was a great guy to have but didn't sign him, even though they didn't have a quarterback either for those periods of time. Yeah. Uh, the NFL scheduled a workout at the Atlanta Falcons um, practice facility on Saturday. Right. Which at is a, odd. At, right, an right NFL,
1: at an NFL facility. Correct. With full video team from the Falcons.
0: For, from the NFL, not – not well, it was the Falcons video right. crew. It's Fal- an NFL video crew. Right. The whole the whole kitten kaboom. Right. So this was supposed to happen on Saturday, which typically workouts are scheduled on Tuesdays because people are preparing for games on Sunday. So whatever. It was It was put together it seemed relatively quick. Uh, all 32 teams were contacted. 24 agreed to send somebody. 25. To, 25? Okay. Yes. 25
1: teams were going to be in attendance. We're going to be there. Uh, Hugh Jackson, the great Hugh Jackson, was going to sort of run. Yeah. Not Hugh run. Jackman.
0: Right. Hugh it would have been better.
1: Wolverine would have been better. But <laughs> Hugh Jackson. was uh, <laughs> scheduled to He was going to sort of run it. run it. Well, you know. Whatever how that gonna, means. How they're going to do the routes or whatever. There were going to be, obviously, receivers were yes. there.
0: Yes. So this all kind of broke down because Colin Kaepernick, apparently, we all called it a lawsuit against the NFL. He didn't actually get to sue the NFL. It was an NFL Players Association grievance. which was settled back in February with he and Eric Reed for their alleged blackballing. Uh, the NFL, I think was trying to get him to sign a waiver that basically would have kept him from suing for collusion going forward in an actual courtroom. He declined to sign it. He wanted to bring his own camera crew because he was afraid the NFL crew would only put together his worst passes, even though 25 of the 32 teams were already there. So they could say, well, that's not what we saw or did see. Um, his agent had been in touch with all 32 teams, none of which wanted him on their team because none of them would bring him in. He said he hasn't been contacted by anybody in a long time. I think the last time was when the Ravens were going to sign him and his girlfriend decided to sabotage that, calling the Ravens owner a plantation owner. All good stuff. So this comes out Friday night. They still don't have everything hammered out, but they're still scheduled to do it. By 2.30 in the afternoon on Saturday, I was supposed to schedule at 4.00. Kaepernick pulls the plug and says, we're going to do it 60 miles away from the facility at a high school. And you're welcome to come. I think six teams sent somebody eight, whatever, not many. Uh, And shockingly, nobody agreed to bring him in to sign him. I I know that's a surprise. They said he looked like he always did. He had a strong arm, but he was not real accurate which I well, think in the NFL first of is probably all, important. Okay,
1: first of all, how do you know whether he's really accurate? He's throwing in an empty stadium to wide receivers with no defense. Well,
0: he, but if you can't hit those... <laughs> but, but apparently he did. But wait,
1: there's a few salient other features of this that I, that I want to highlight. Okay. So Colin Kaepernick claims that he really, really wants to play football. Yes, that's what he says. And he is highly indignant mm-hmm. and angry that the NFL he doesn't trust the NFL or its owners uh, that they have essentially in his view been blackballing him they've kept him from his dream
0: now so they did the the um Panthers did sign Eric Reed right and he's been there for 2 years he was also his co leader so this is a
1: man so remember though this is a man who desperately we're told wants to play again always in NFL. practicing always, always in
0: shape always honing his game and then complained because it was last minute
1: right well, no, so then <laughs> So remember, um he wants a job. Mm-hmm. He wants a job from the people whether you uh guess what? He sued them. He yeah. wants a job from people he has already sued. Mm-hmm. That's a little bit of a steep slope we're we're, we're already having in front of us. It's but hard. okay, but I genuinely want the opportunity. Yes. And so the NFL sets up. Now, you could say, "Oh, it's a little odd the day." No, 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 no. You haven't played for 3 years. The NFL sets up a time when 32 teams have said they will all be there. At an NFL complex Mm -hmm. with NFL film crew, with NFL staff and coaches and everything you would need for a legitimate tryout. And Colin Kaepernick and his team of co-activists spend the next four days harping about... Well, we don't like this waiver. By the way, the waiver that they wanted him to sign is the standard waiver that they would that they employ for any sort of like independent tryout. There was nothing nefarious or bizarre. They're like, oh, they insert all this light. No, no, it was there was nothing about that waiver that was all that unusual. He waits. He and his team wait until a half an hour before he's scheduled to do this workout and then notify everyone. Remember, People are literally flying in for this. Mm-hmm. Okay, they don't all live in Atlanta. They don't. <laughs> Teams are sending their scouts and whoever's going to be there half hour before. No, 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 no. Um, we're not doing this here. I don't trust the NFL. We're going to do it at a high school fifty miles away. Oh, by the way, when I'm when I'm going to be performing for the people that I really, really want to hire me, uh, again with the backstory that yes, my fiance already called one of them a, a slave owner. That was probably not the best. <laughs> I'm going to wear.
0: A uh, Kunta yeah. Kinte I to that.
1: shirt. Who, who's Kunta Kinte? Oh, that's right. He's the he's the slave who's the protagonist in Roots. Uh-huh. This is now. Is this a man that you believe is actually interested in getting a job, or is this a man who simply wants more publicity and thinks you, buddy? You don't have any leverage. Nope. If you want no, a job, no, no, no. you show up for the job interview under the conditions that have been set. And by the way, there was nothing unreasonable about any of those conditions. And maybe you just wear a regular shirt, not one that says, I'm a multimillionaire slave. <laughs> he's, he's a clown. Yeah. He's a complete clown. And you know what? The more that I hear him talk let's be brutally honest the guy sounds like just a jerk mm-hmm. he's just a jerk yeah. okay oh stop running from me no 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 well, they are not running away from you colin that you have become the bubonic plague yeah. you decided that you wanted to have a career as an activist and guess what you got one yeah. and you got paid yeah. nike paid you 20 million dollars for their ridiculous ad campaign making you out to be your know, joan of arc Jonas of Arc. So you have done very well. And if you really wanted to play in the NFL, you would have shut up. You would have showed up. Even if you don't trust them, that's a given. You don't trust the NFL. Guess what? Yeah. They don't you, trust you either. You want to work for the people that you don't trust. So yeah. there's only one way to make that work, Colin. Yeah. You're going to have to go there, show your stuff, demonstrate that you're not still acting like an idiot with your, oh, Kunta Kinte shirt. No. <laughs> so all of his behavior – was not designed to get him a job. It was designed to get him more attention because he wants he wants some sort of social, you know, social justice martyrdom. And now he can rail about the unfairness of it all. No, no, sorry, buddy. You you torpedoed the whole thing intentionally. Because you were never interested in actually getting a job. You were more interested in portraying yourself as a victim of sure. the evil, nefarious owners that you still want to employ
0: you. Well the Kunta Kinte reference is a bit old and not sure most of the people today even know what that is so that's an interesting choice on his part. oh i guarantee you all the owners knew and you know what they have the google machine the owner's old enough to they, know hey i wonder what that means <laughs> but i'm saying his peers have no idea who kunta kinte was in the fictional alex haley roots series yes okay
1: The other point is I keep reading all of these articles from, again, most of the sports media. They love Colin Kaepernick because they're all lefties. And most of the arguments are saying it is unconscionable and beyond dispute that Colin Kaepernick is good enough to be playing football in the NFL. And to that I say, so what? Yeah. Who cares? That's fine. First of all, he was, he was a declining quarterback when he left the league. He hasn't played for three years. So it's even an open question because standing in a, in a stadium without any defense, lofting 40-yard passes, guess what? That doesn't tell you anything about him. No. This idea that this workout proved he can still play? No. Look, but if you want, I'm not going to argue with you that he has a skill set that probably makes him better than any number of backups on an NFL roster. Okay, but guess what? That's not the point. The point is, you have made yourself into the most polarizing athlete in the country, or one of them. And a business owner has absolute right to say, why in the world would I bring this guy on who hasn't played for three years, and with this baggage, mm-hmm. and with his fiance who likes to call people like me a governor? Remember, yes. we're not an owner. No. That, not an NBA owner. That governor is <laughs> a slaveholder. Why would any of them? Oh, and by the way, you also sued us.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we, sure. we had to pay you money. You're a not an soccer. appealing hire, Colin. So sorry. Yeah. that's So what a pain in his ability right now. You, you mentioned there's a lot of other backups. I was watching something today on journeyman quarterbacks, and they ranked either Fitzmagic or Fitznightmare. Uh, yes, as the number one or two with Vinny Testaverde being number one and simply because of Vinny Testaverde's longevity. Vinny Testaverde was in the, in the league for 21 years. That's amazing. He might have had two seasons that you would actually say were worth having. And that 21 years, he was not a great quarterback, but he survived because he was non-controversial and he had experience and could mentor other quarterbacks. And when he had to step in and throw a few passes, great. When he didn't, great. He played for, I think, nine different teams. Yeah. FitzMagic went on eight. The reality is, you get a backup spot because you bring some value to the team. You're not competing necessarily for a starting spot, even though Fitzpatrick somehow does on a regular basis. I don't think that's because the teams he's on the starting quarterbacks are not good. They're just horrible. But Kaepernick, he lost out to, he replaced Alex Smith, who then had a decent time in Kansas City. Oh, yeah,
1: very good, actually.
0: Was well, doing okay in DC before he got hurt, but who knows if he's going to come back as anything.
1: But no, he, he's did, done.
0: I think he is. But so is with DC. It's just you're acting like this guy is a world beater, like he's Tom Brady, and he's probably more likely Devin Hodge, which yeah. is a third string quarterback for the Steelers. It's not like you're awesome already. You're not going to compete for the starting job with a, with an, a valuable nobody competing. Again, nobody
1: even knows what this guy is because here's the thing. You know, there's oh look, he's obviously been working out. So what? The fact that he's in shape is is the is the baseline. He's thirty two. Of course, he's in shape. Of course, hopefully, he's been working out. The guy wants to play in the NFL. Yeah, you could go to any division three. Division Double AA campus, and pluck a starting quarterback who's never going to sniff an NFL draft, <laughs> put them in that stadium, and have them throw 60 passes to receivers running standard routes, guaranteed they would complete about 90% of them.
0: I, they should. I mean,
1: there's a lot of guys that can stand yeah. and fling the ball 50 yards and complete. There's There's thousands of guys that can do that. Okay, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you can play quarterback in the NFL. Now, again, I'm willing to accept the fact that Colin Kaepernick, if there hasn't been significant deterioration the last three years, and we don't really know that. So we have to accept it on faith.
0: Well, let's assume he's exactly where he was. Yes. Skill set three years ago. Then
1: talent wise and skill wise, he's good enough to be in the league. Yeah. But as I pointed out earlier, that is not the issue. No. You can't just say, oh, he's good enough to play. So put him on your team. Well, wait a minute. What about all the other stuff, including the fact that 50% or more of our fans can't stand him? Mm -hmm. We're running a business. Last I heard, (laughs) we try to sell merchandise. Um, We really don't want to alienate the people that put money in our pockets. And it's for a backup position at best. Yes. Why would we ever do something like that?
0: Maybe they should talk to Chick-fil-A. And know how to cave to people.
1: That's true. You're going to have to find the CEO <laughs> that is most concerned about getting an endorsement from the New York Times. And that will There's work. There's
0: his shot. That will work. So, in conjunction with this, last Thursday night, the Steelers and the Browns played. Now, it's not the same Steelers team that started the year. It's unfortunately the same Browns team that started oh, wait. the year.
1: I have to ask you something before sure. you before sure. you continue sure.
0: your summation. sure.
1: Are you now willing to say that Mike Tomlin has done an excellent job as coach this year for the Steelers? Who, I remind you, are without Ben Roethlisberger, Mm -hmm. Antonio Crazy, (laughs) Le'Veon Bell. (laughs)
0: Le'Veon, yeah.
1: Okay, So they they are now missing as of basically, I mean, Le'Veon was out for a year. But their core, three of the best offensive players in the entire league, and then they played some games with uh, Craig Hodges or whatever. His Devin name is. Hodges, yes, just one yes, against Miami. One game it was Miami. They've, they got, were under- they've got Mason winless. Rudolph at quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, they started what zero four.
0: They did, they and they're now five and, five
1: and five. Despite their disheartening recent loss to the Browns, yes. But are you willing to say that, given all those circumstances, Mike Tomlin deserves a decent amount of credit this year?
0: I'd have to know one thing before I could say that, and I don't know that you know the answer, and I don't know the answer. How much decision-making went into player personnel by him?
1: What do you mean by player
0: personnel? Who's, who's playing? No, who's on the team. Who was, who was drafted, who was signed. Yeah, but How he's much coaching he... the team. Right. But we know these coaches, most of these coaches have some say, they go to the GM and they say, I want this guy or I don't want this guy. How much influence did he have on player personnel? If he had none, I'll give him credit. If he had some, then that credit goes away.
1: Wait, why? Well, Explain that to me. So if he had some input, which I'm assuming he would because he is the head coach. Okay. What is the – I don't understand that at all.
0: Trades Joshua Dobbs after second game. Knowing that the guy – the only other guy you have even anywhere close to your roster is on the practice squad has never thrown an NFL pass. You trade away Joshua Dobbs. Ben Roethlisberger is in his uh, 15th year, 16th year. I can't remember now. What makes you think he's going to be...
1: Wait, you're saying to me that Joshua that's one thing. Dobbs...
0: No, he's, he's better than Devin Hodges.
1: But he's not better than Mason Rudolph.
0: And that's sad because they kept him, Joshua Dobbs around for three years and he wasn't better than Mason Rudolph. And Mason Rudolph is not that good. He's okay.
1: Wait, so should they have kept him around or should they not have kept him around?
0: They should have kept him around because they needed three quarterbacks because Ben's old. Okay. That's what I said. But they still had Mason Rudolph. They didn't get... They still... they, James Conner... Nice story, not a durable back. Nice story. But why not is that Mike durable... Tomlin's fault? Because we don't. Okay, so let's go back a second. Let's go to the game first, and then I'll tell you okay. why this happened. So the Steelers gacked it up. Their offense looked like they couldn't get out of their own yeah, way. They, they, looked, they looked horrible. They lost to the Browns for the first time in five years on Thursday night, losing by 14 points. Uh, Miles Garrett decides now is winning
1: by winning by 14 points.
0: Miles Garrett's winning by 14 points with 18 seconds left. Wait,
1: you have to back up. (laughs) Miles Garrett is the freakishly talented beast of a man who plays defensive end for the Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. And he is a physical free. He weighs 280 pounds. He runs like a 4-5-40. He's one of the best edge rushers in the league. So continue. And He's huge. And there
0: are five <laughs> seconds left in the game. Well, there's 18 seconds left of the right. clock when it when this happens. His team has won. His team's won. There's, Steelers are not going to score two touchdowns in 18 seconds. The Steelers seconds. are backed up near their own what, end It's a zone. third and 39. Whatever. Yes. It, it's, it's insane. So Miles Garrett comes in, rushes the passer, drives him into the ground. Again, 18 seconds left in the game. You're winning by two touchdowns. There's absolutely no reason to drive this scrub into the ground and try to try to kill him, but that's what players do because they're stupid sometimes. He drives him into the ground, and the player takes offense. Now, this—if you'd watch the game—and I—I—I I, I think the officiating this year for almost all the games has been below standard. I oh, think it's, it's been horrible. substandard at best.
1: It's because well, well, this is a tougher for another day. It's because the NFL's rules now and how oh, they're they interpreted, no, they, no one can understand
0: them. So I saw repeated helmet-to-helmet hits by the Browns on the Steelers. I think there was a couple on the Steelers, but the the Browns knocked out two guys, Connor and Juju Smith-Schuster, helmet-to-helmet hits, knocked them out of the game. Um, um, Mason Rudolph had been hit a number of times in the head. This time he gets driven into the ground, which, if his name was Tom Brady, would have been an immediate 15-yard penalty, but it was not. It was not called as a penalty for driving him into the ground. That's not allowed. You're not allowed to do that. Based on the NFL's decisions, so Mason Rudolph takes offense to that. I'm sure there's talking going on. It looks like Mason Rudolph's hand, left hand is in the face mask of Miles Garrett. Troy Aikman said maybe his fingers were caught and he was trying to keep pull them out before Mason or before Miles Garrett pulled his helmet away. I don't know if that's true or not. Uh, they get up. Miles Garrett grips off Mason Rudolph's no, no, helmet. No, no. Wait. They don't get up. Well, he's pulled Miles him up by his Garrett
1: face. <laughs> grab again. Miles Garrett pulls, nice. <laughs> grabs Mason Rudolph's face mask and literally wrenches him up. What do you from think the about
0: the, the Mason Rudolph's foot between his legs? Do you think that was on purpose? Or was he was just trying to get his. I think he was just down? trying to get away. I think he's trying to get his feet down yes, to get like away. To
1: actually, get on
0: the ground. So rips him up, pulls him off the ground by his face mask, which is also a penalty. It's after the play. Picks him up. Um, one of the linemen for the Steelers gets in their, gets in the way. Mason Rolfe comes running up. and Now, Mason Rolfe is 6'5". So he's not a short little guy. He's not super built, but he's a, not a okay, small but wait, guy. Wait, wait. But by, by comparison, Liddell, he looks like a midget. Compared to Miles he looks Garrett, like a midget. he might
1: as well be a <laughs> kindergarten. <laughs> exactly.
0: So he does look small by comparison. So Mason is jawing. Miles My, Garrett takes Mason Rolfe's helmet, still got it by the face mask, reaches around the lineman and hits him over the head with the foot with the helmet, Mason goes down, gets up, and kind of is like, "What's going on?" He runs to the ref to say, "What's going on?" Another Cleveland lineman comes, defensive lineman comes up, pushes Racinger off to the ground from behind. Yes, it's, and then a melee ensues. Well, no,
1: but and the, my oh, favorite part, my favorite part was then um, Mike Pouncy, Mark Marquise, Mar- Marquise Pouncy. Mike's on your is, team, <laughs> yes. Marquise Pouncy, who's the Steelers center. Yes. After he witnesses Miles Garrett clubbing his quarterback with his own helmet. He starts kicking Miles Garrett while he's on the ground, which, by the way, most of the NFL guys didn't
0: blame him for in the least. It's kind of like, it's (laughs) on. It's on now. It was hilarious because he's punching him in the shoulder pad and he's kicking his helmet. I'm like, you're really not doing much. But, okay, maybe you feel better. Yeah. So, Miles Garrett gets ejected, uh, suspended for the rest of the season. He's going to appeal tomorrow. He's actually suspended indefinitely. Yeah, indefinitely. More keys. Pouncey gets three games. I think that's
1: way too many for Marquise Pouncey. And, There's no uh, way he should have gotten three games. And the guy
0: who hit him from behind got one hit, game. Got one game. Uh, Mason Rudolph got fined. Lots of fines. The, both organizations were fined a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, it cleared the benches for the most part. I guess we're expecting more fines. Up to ten more people are going to get fined for leaving the bench because you're not allowed to do that. And sites are right. Get it all cleared up. Miles Garrett kind of apologizes to his team, but not to Mason Rudolph for hitting him over the head with his own helmet. Right. Which is Kind of bush league. I don't know. I don't call him a coward, but it's like, really? You hit him over the head, and then you don't apologize for hitting him over the head. Uh, It's never—there have been times when helmets have been removed and swung at, but never connected with another player. Well, my other favorite part in the
1: aftermath was the Cleveland Browns head coach, Freddie Kitchens, who I predict will not be the Cleveland Browns head coach (laughs) next year. (laughs) Although, here's the irony, Um, because I think the Browns have grotesquely underachieved— His team seems to be, let's just say, a little bit out of control. They've had – this is not an isolated incident. Of course, nobody previously tried to hit someone with a helmet. But they're they're leading the league in, like, penalties. It's crazy. But Freddie Kitchens is asked about this, and he basically says um, it's not the first time that there's, like, helmet-to-helmet contact. Like, wait a minute. (laughs) It wasn't helmet-to-helmet, Freddie. It was helmet-to-head. Yeah. And it wasn't two guys running into each other. Yeah. It was another guy taking a smaller man's helmet and smashing him with it. Yeah. Like a club. Um, I, here's my question. Okay, based, um, Miles Garrett is a very intelligent dude. He scored 31 on the Wonderlick, which is, if you know yeah. what that is, it's a test Pretty that good. they give all the players. a lot. A lot of times... Let us put this way, quarterbacks usually score the highest. I think a 50 is the highest you can get. And actually, Fitzmagic actually, I think, got a 50. 31 is a very high score. Well, I think Fitzmagic
0: was just below whatever the top score was. Ryan but, Leaf also got a 31. Right, just-
1: right. but here's <laughs> the point. is that He's not a stupid guy. No. he's So he what I want to I know is, how is it possible in a game that your team is leading but You've won the game. Yeah. you have. You're leading by 14 points. There's no time on the clock. Why are you even doing anything, and not only is it bad enough, so, okay, fine, you're playing out the the final whistle. I get it. A meaningless snap, you hit the quarterback, but that's not good enough. You then body slam him to the ground, as to your point, another penalizable play.
0: If your name's Tom Brady.
1: And then, as the guy tries to get you off, you lose your mind to the extent that you then rip off his helmet and hit him with it. Yeah. You have some kind of mental problem. Okay, that is not... (laughs) That is not normal behavior. It in other be. words, the Cleveland Browns should be sitting down with Miles Garrett. And, yeah. and by the way, he has a history. If we're going to place him. Fines. Well, he's had a few fines and he is a guy. He is a guy that pushes the envelope where I'm not saying he was to the left of and Sue, but he he was known for getting that extra hit in extra step ball is gone. I'm still planting the quarterback. I wouldn't say that he was known as a flat-out dirty player, but he was definitely a guy with a reputation that would take whatever he could get after the whistle Mm -hmm. to throw in a few more you know, cheap shots, basically. So you already have that reputation. Now you do this. If I'm the coaching staff and the management of the Browns, you're sitting down with him and now in his extended (laughs) offseason saying, we're going to have you talk to a nice man mm-hmm. or woman. That's going to help you work through whatever is going on right yeah. now, because that was incredibly bizarre.
0: Yeah. It doesn't happen normally. And I don't want to hear the guy that blindsided Mason Rudeau from behind said, I was defending my teammate. <laughs> You're defending your teammate from the guy who just got hit in the head by your other teammate. Right. Uh, Against the, the opposing sure, quarter. Yeah. Cause that's what always happens. Yeah. It was, it was bizarre he threw four interceptions. Mason Rudolph threw four interceptions in that game. And three of them, I'm not even sure why he threw the ball because he threw it directly to I was I was having flashbacks to the Steelers Cowboys uh Super Bowl tw- was it against Neil O'Donnell and Yeah. where Neil O'Donnell threw two inexplicable interceptions directly to the Cowboys uh cornerback.
1: Well, maybe his re- Maybe his receivers were supposed to be there.
0: His receivers weren't even near the ball. It was like you threw it. You stood there. You looked at them. They're on the other side. They're doing flag post routes and you're, you're sitting right down the middle. It felt like he didn't know where the, his players were supposed to be and they weren't even anywhere near or he threw into triple coverage. but because that's what you do when you're young quarterback. Triple coverage. This is
1: a perfect way to circle back to our initial philosophical Tomlin. question.
0: No, I don't like him. I don't think he's a good coach. I don't think he's done but a wonderful job. that's not job. the question.
1: That's a non-responsive answer. Here's the question. <laughs> Given Legal. that Mike Tomlin has had an entire season of Mason Rudolph mm-hmm. at the helm who mm-hmm. you have just described as not, not good, good yeah. along with not having the best one of the best receivers in the league and James Conner banged up, doesn't he get credit for this season doing And starting 0-4, they were on the trajectory to be into the abyss. Sure. He's got the team. They are still in playoff contention in the AFC. Doesn't that have to be credited with excellent coaching job this season under the circumstances?
0: So let's give him excellent coaching job this season and the previous decade of crap. (laughs) When he did have all those weapons and didn't do squat.
1: Again, I'm not even really a guy, I don't even care about Mike Tomlin, I but know. I think he has the second most wins mm-hmm. of any coach in the league over that time mm-hmm. to, of course, Hoodie Palpatine. And <laughs> he's won a Super Bowl, yes. right? He's gotten to two. He's gotten to two he? and one one, Okay, yes. so two Super Bowl appearances, multiple division titles, right? I don't know how many division titles they've won, but it's a decent mm-hmm. amount. It's a couple, six.
0: Yeah. Five or six. Yeah. Five or six. It's always between them and the Ravens. Second winningest regular sure. season
1: head coach, won Super Bowl, and he's been what a dumpster fire?
0: Not initially. I'm saying in the last decade, he has gone eight and eight or nine and seven, or put up an egg in the playoffs. Two, three was it? Three years, two years ago, three years ago against Jacksonville, they looked like they didn't know what they were doing. This is Jacksonville, okay? Their quarterback is not even playing now. This they, they they put up an egg. They had is, is Mike three. Tomlin one
1: of the fifteen best coaches in the league? Currently
0: or ever? Currently, you'd have to be because there's some really bad coaches. Okay, good. Freddie Kitchens is horrible.
1: I was worried you're going to say no, and then and then then this would then I would have had to cross well, examine you for like ten. No, minutes.
0: No, the other two teams in the in the division, the Bengals and the Browns, have horrible coaches. John Harbaugh, which I don't like. Well, John Harbaugh is one of the better coaches in yeah, the league. But Freddie Kitchens and whoever that guy is in Cincinnati, who can't seem to get out of his own way, they're not good. Uh, the Jets coach Gadam Gase isn't good. Palpatine's obviously Palpatine. You know, right. you can't get away from that. I think there's some decent coaches, and he's probably in the top 15. But being in the middle of the pack, so what? It doesn't make you. Who cares? Only six teams. From each division, make the playoffs. So if you're 15 and there's 12 teams. You know, here's the yeah. other
1: interesting question that'll make your head explode. Probably. I think Mike Tomlin has a very good chance of getting into the Hall of Fame. Whew. I don't know exactly what his win totals are, but you've got a guy. I think he's got a
0: 75% or 60, 68%. He's got
1: total. a 68% winning percentage. I, he's got a whatever. He's going to finish with. A significant number of wins. I don't know how many he has. 150? I don't know. Something like that. If he, um, I think if he's over 200, he's won, he has a shot. He's won a Super Bowl. Yeah. He's he's gotten to another Super
0: Bowl. He's likely going to be the Hall of Fame. Yeah. And your position is he stinks. Well, I will say this. Don Shula, up until 1984, you would have said, amazing career. Post-1984, through his retirement, they, they didn't have the same type of teams. Well, they just no. didn't. They had Dan Marino until 98, and that, that was it. They had Dan Marino. Well, they had very good teams for some of that. At the end of
1: Marino's career, they became very mediocre. But yeah. they were still – here's the thing. Prior to 1984, he had already done enough to be in the Hall That's of That's what game. I
0: mean. You, you say he retires after they lose the Super Bowl, of the Giants uh, – or not the Giants, the 49ers. You say, boom, Don Shula retired today, Hall of Famer. His legacy from 1984 to when did he retire? 94, 95, something like that. That last decade was kind of like well, it wasn't as good, but it wasn't as good because like Bobby Bowden at Florida State, he had a good run, and then he just kind of milked it for too long to get try to get the record. It was was too long. You've overstayed your welcome. I think Mike Tomlin has overstayed his welcome. You could say in the early years he had something going, but he squandered talent due to bad coaching decisions, bad time management, bad. Uh, challenges for for uh, replay? He, he just like two weeks ago, he challenged two plays in a row for replay that were obviously never going to get overturned, but he did it
1: anyway. Well, okay, but remember now on the replay challenges, you understand how this uh, I works? Understand? They're never there are people. No, but not only that, there are pe- there are people in his ear, yeah, who are wa- Mike Tomlin does not have, nor Agreed. does any the video feed right in front of him, I so think. he's literally. Talking to people in the booth who are telling him, you need to throw the flag. But he's the coach. He
0: decides if you throw
1: the flag. Yeah, but guess what? In that kind of decision-making process where you don't have any of the original information, and you've got coordinators, or whoever it is, your designated video replay guy that's saying, you should really throw the flag here,
0: what are you going to do? Say no? You could. But on what basis? Just because I don't feel like it? Two weeks ago, he threw two flags in a row to spite the officials. Because he wanted to prove a point. Yeah, and well, I wasted two timeouts for no reason. I get it. And
1: ultimately, it falls on the head coach. But my only point is those kind of decisions 80% of the information that that decision I is based that. on is coming from other
0: people. You got to trust the people you've employed to do those jobs. And if you don't trust them, Maybe you should. Have and basically,
1: employed what we've learned this year is that any coach who challenges pass interference it's not gonna get is not going to get overturned. So even if time. the man, even if the receiver was murdered in the end zone and is lying there like a corpse before the ball gets there, <laughs> it's still not pass interference.
0: I wonder if they replayed that play with the Rams and the Saints last year in the NFC title game. Would that play have been overturned? No, the, they still would not have called pass no, interference. Because if, <laughs> if you
1: watched, if you watched the play with Hopkins, yeah. If that is not pass interference, then, again, pass interference doesn't really exist.
0: I, I don't think it exists. I, I think they don't. And I they're actually never think the,
1: the NFL basically is kind of sending the message, which is, listen, we gave you what you wanted. We gave you this ridiculous pass interference review, and you know what? You're never going to win a challenge. But so, see, NFL... we have the system in place, but the message is don't even bother. Do you like the new system that we've Im- implemented for you? Because guess what? The edict is already out. It goes up to the booth, and again, short of a decapitation in the end zone, sure. and we better make sure that it was before the ball got
0: there, <laughs> you're not getting pass interference. So, you say the NFL's made a decision. Is not the NFL made up of the teams? You mean the, the owners made the decision to sure. make, change the rule. So you're telling me that somebody who's not an owner said, we're going to tell you what pass interference is, even though you make the decision on what it is. No,
1: because the whole point is what they want to do is sabotage this so that next year everyone can agree it was a completely failed experiment and we're no longer going to review these plays. That's what they want. We don't want to have this review. So we're going to make it a farce.
0: So you you you'll lose all these timeouts right. because you won't. Cuz there it is no
1: way with. that a group of people who have functioning cerebrums <laughs> and eyesight could be watching under the under the rules as they are written can mm-hmm. watch a play like the Hopkins play from 77 different high def angles and decide, "Nope, that looked that looked pretty good. That was fine." Yeah.
0: So I want to say this, I, for 5 seconds on Thursday night I was, as I was watching Mason Rudolph throw his fourth interception in triple coverage, I thought, hmm, would Kaepernick be better in this situation? And I'm like, no. Oh, you know what? He'd also throw the interceptions, but, but he'd that, also bring the bad that media be blood. be
1: perfect for you if Colin Kaepernick joined the Steelers? No, it would not be The Rooney organization would sooner light themselves on fire <laughs> than Yeah, but they're pretty woke. Well, They're you're a pretty right. woke group. But I don't I, know if I don't that's think true. If they're that woke, then you better, I think you're going to need to find a new franchise. I mean,
0: the Rooney rule didn't come into place because of, uh, you know. That's true. The Chief down in Dallas. Uh, it's, it's certainly the Rooney rule. The
1: interesting, the interesting dilemma for the woke Rooneys, however, is that their fan base is decidedly unwoke. Pretty much. So the, <laughs> the interesting question would be, would they dare?
0: No, they're not that stupid.
1: Would again, yes, that's my point. Can't be that stupid. Would they dare enrage Steeler Nation by by putting that guy on the team?
0: I think there's places you could do it, but I don't believe Pittsburgh is one of those nope. places. I, I believe that would you, you would sabotage a team. Now, this is a lost season. You said the Steelers are in playoff contention. They're not in playoff contention. They're not going to get in the playoffs. They were. They had for a chance. Six. They, they tied for beat, six, but they if lost to the, the
1: Browns. they would still be in playoff contention.
0: Yes. They didn't beat the Browns. They play them again in two weeks. They may not beat them then either. They'll have some revenge factor. I think Pouncy should be suspended for kicking the guy and punching the guy. For one game. His thuggery. You can take the man out of Florida, but you can't take the Florida out of the man.
1: Yeah, but here's the thing. you get You get a huge pass after you've just watched. Again, it became a street brawl. Your I quarterback know. just got hit in the head with his own helmet. Sorry. At Agreed. that point, all bets are but off. But he
0: couldn't have played worse after the hit, though. Was what I'm saying. He was right. horrible before the hit. But that's because the game was over. Well, it didn't matter. yeah, he could have played right You could have played another game right then, he wouldn't have been worse than he was there. Um I don't know about the fine the, the organizational fines. I'm like, yeah come on. That that seems like you know it's, it's, I know it's money. It's not money. Who cares? I I think Garrett I don't think he should come back next year. I think you have to get this guy's head he'll right. Be, he'll be
1: back next year. He
0: probably will, but I don't think he should be.
1: He he did seem oddly detached and just sort of like yeah, oh, no it's big all, deal. I regret it. I, yeah, I lost mean? my cool and I tried to kill this guy with his helmet. Um,
0: I don't think they very, should reduce the. Very they strong. shouldn't reduce the suspension. I, I think if he gets it on appeal and it gets reduced, I think that's ridiculous. The other guy I think should have gotten more than one game that like blindsided. Yeah, I, I think. You knew you weren't defending your player because you didn't even go to help your player who was on the ground. You hit the quarterback from behind again after the play without a helmet. I I don't quite understand that. So who's who's going to the Super Bowl? Who boy? I I think it's still the Patriots in the AFC. Although they did not look awesome against the Eagles. Well, even
1: Tom Brady is grumbling about their offense. Maybe it's
0: Tom Brady. Maybe it's not the offense. Uh,
1: I mean, wh- again, who is he throwing to right now?
0: Well, Julian Edelman and who? That's more than the Steelers have <laughs> right uh, now. Me, well, now, the, now out. Juju is out, yes. They got no running back and they got I no receivers. Think,
1: I still think um, – I just don't well here's the thing. The Ravens are becoming an increasingly intriguing. Well, this is
0: disappointing too on all fronts because I can't stand Yes, the I understand that. But Lamar Jackson is, is I don't
1: I'm still not sold on Lamar Jackson Perennial All Pro, but I will say right now
0: He's playing like he is, but yeah. Way,
1: the way their offense is constructed, they are very difficult to defend. And the key thing is their defense. Is now starting to look like a Ravens defense. So I think it's Patriots or Ravens in the AFC because the Chiefs, as good as their offense is, their defense is still not just. But not, their offense
0: hasn't overcome the defense like they did last year. Yeah,
1: and I just saw tonight uh, Tyreek Hill hobbled out. Um, uh, so I don't know what's going on the with him. Chargers are not. Oh, the Chargers are just. Uh, we'll talk about them next week. It's too uh, tragic.
0: In the AFC, in the NFC,
1: the NFC is what is wide open.
0: I'm not a believer in the 49ers. I know they're, they're 9-1. I'm not sure I'm a believer, I'm believer in Jimmy G. I'm not either. I'm not, I'm not interested in Janine Garoppolo. I don't think she's all that great. <laughs> uh, she's not that funny. I think it's the Seahawks in my opinion. Because well, I think the Saints are the Seahawks to that's, me.
1: Those are the two teams. But I also think I also think that the Vikings are very good. Now, the Vikings are not as consistent that's as the, problem. the
0: Saints. They could but stumble.
1: I was looking the other day. Mm -hmm. They did a a comparison of Russell Wilson, who I think should be right now still the leading contender for MVP, Mm -hmm. and good old Vikings QB, Kirk Kirk Cousins. Cousins. Their statistics are almost identical. Do you know that Kirk Cousins Uh, has 21 touchdown passes and three interceptions? Did not know that. That he's averaging almost nine yards per attempt? Did not know that either. 70% completions? That
0: doesn't sound like Kirk Cousins.
1: Yeah. (laughs) He's having a ridiculously good season for the Vikings.
0: <laughs> to me, it's an intangible with Russell Wilson. He he makes things happen when they shouldn't. Kirk Cousins has to have a perfect situation to make it happen. I feel like Russell oh, Wilson I'm can not, make plays no, happen. No, my when only point is I'm not saying that he's. Or, I'm not saying he's as good as Russell Wilson. What I'm saying
1: is that the narrative on Kirk Cousins has been he's the guy that's going to drag down the Vikings. He's no good, and he's actually been playing at a really well high last year because he
0: did drag down the Vikings. He. he was inconsistent, right. a little more consistent this year, which is why they're Their defense
1: is general. They're not as good as they were two years ago, but they're still good. They have one of the best running backs in the league. Mm-hmm. They have very good wide receivers. If you catch them on a day when they're playing well, they're as good as anybody in the league.
0: Yeah, the Rams aren't impressing no, me. No, the Rams stink. The Eagles mm-hmm. are not impressing me. The Eagles are too banged up. Um,
1: the Eagles are the kind of team that nobody actually wants to play yeah. because – Their coach is a very good play caller, and they've got some studs. But their receiving depth. Deshaun Jackson being hurt is a killer for them. Yeah, it is. So I don't think that. You know, the Cowboys are also a team. I'm still not a believer because they can look great. They've got a lot of talent. You know, Dak threw for 400-something the other game. But then they go ahead and have three-game losing streaks.
0: Yeah, and I'm not convinced on Carson Wentz.
1: I think think he's a
0: good quarterback. I don't think he's a great quarterback. I think we're
1: going to have Seahawks-Patriots again. uh, Great. Only this time, Pete is not going to throw it on the one-yard line.
0: Well, I think you're starting to... No, I think the Eagles' defense is good. Not awesome, but good. I think they made Tom Brady look like he's 42.
1: Well, Tom Brady has looked like that for the last three or four games. I I know. Their offense is not very good.
0: He's looking like he's not as accurate as he once was. Not Peyton Manning can't get it over the line of scrimmage inaccurate, but he... His passes are not as crisp. They're not as – the velocity seems to be slowed, and he's not hitting them in stride. Yeah, he's I, hitting them behind. Even Edelman. He's, he's not even hitting Edelman where he should. He's overthrowing. He's looking a little confused in the but pocket. But you know what? This is what they but say every year. It's going to happen eventually. Inevitably. Eventually he's not yeah, going to be good but I don't think enough. this
1: is the year. I, I think – who's going to beat them?
0: Well, I, I don't know that. There's no, I don't think there's anybody in the AFC – who is good enough? I think the AFC is not that good right now. I, I think we're back to the '80s, the mid to late '80s, when the AFC was not as good the league. I guess
1: the one thing you could say is, if their offense doesn't improve, the Chiefs have a puncher's chance because yeah. now the Chiefs are going to score, yeah, 28 to 35 points. Okay, they did that last year when they lost. Okay, even against yeah. Belichick. Now the Patriots' defense is better, even better this year. So I guess the issue is. Is the Patriots' offense mediocre enough such that the Chiefs' lousy defense can hold them to,
0: you know, 25 and get a win? I don't know. I think it's possible. I think if you, just like with any other quarterback, if you get in Tom Brady's face, you can disrupt yeah. the passing game. And they don't have a great running game. They, they well, that's that.
1: why they were desperate to have Antonio Brown on their team because they recognized their depth at receiver is nonexistent. Then why'd they cut Josh Gordon? i don't understand that either that doesn't that's make any very sense to curious me. to me because he was he had a minor knee injury they put him on IR you know unless they had just become convinced behind the scenes that this was a guy that was c- going to continue to struggle with all of his you know okay. addiction issues but because everything you read about Josh Gordon is in terms of a teammate when he's playing mm-hmm. good guy does what he's supposed to do that that was very odd yeah. the other odd thing Uh-oh. was that the chargers whose receiver depth is Decimated Do they at this have point. receivers on the team? Maybe? Well, they have Keenan Allen. He gets okay. double teamed. Mike Williams is constantly banged up. They have no... Their their priority on the waiver list was 10. Now, there's other teams as well. The Seahawks plucked him. They mm-hmm. had the 28th priority on the waiver list. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, what is the downside for a team like the Chargers to grab Josh Gordon? If he stinks or he
0: flames out, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Exactly. Who cares? Yeah, got to... I... That's why I don't understand why the Patriots got rid of him. Even if you got him for a couple of games, it's better I than what you got now. I don't know. I, I don't understand that. There's obviously a reason. Yeah. There's something we don't know. And it's the same th-
1: reason that Bill, that Bill Belichick put Malcolm Butler on the bench for the entire Super Bowl that they lost, even though he was their best cornerback for most of the year. Still Who knows why? Even when Nick Foles was shredding their entire defense, you've got your best corner sitting yeah. on your bench in the doghouse. Who knows? There's He doesn't
0: explain himself. I, I'm assuming he bet on the Eagles. Uh, apparently. <laughs> the only thing I can come up with. Yeah. I don't know. Anything else from me. That is it. All right. We've done a lot of damage tonight. Thank you for joining us. I'm Chad. I'm Tony. Good night.
1: This has been a Hannah Tree production.